know what to do. Who's winning? I ask. Bums are ahead. I love the Brooklyn Dodgers, and so does Uncle Dominic. We call them Dem Bums. Most people around here like the New York Yankees or the Giants, but not us. Uncle Dominic is staring out the window, like he's really in the ballpark and watching the game from the bleachers. He's handsome, with dark hair and brown eyes. Everyone says he looks just like my father. I don't remember my father because he died when I was just a baby, but I've seen photographs, and Uncle Dominic does look like him, except sadder. Got something for you, Uncle Dominic says. All my uncles give me presents. Uncle Nunzio gives me fur muffs, and Uncle Ralphie gives me candy, and Uncle Polly brings me fancy perfumes, and Uncle Sally gives me horseshoes. It's like Christmas all the time. Uncle Dominic hands me something that looks like a big, dark brown bean. What is it? It's a lucky bean, he says. Uncle Dominic is superstitious. Just found it this morning. It was packed away with some old things. I got it for your father before he died, but I never had a chance to give it to him. I want you to have it. Where'd you get it? I ask. Florida, he says. Uncle Dominic loves Florida and goes to Vero Beach every winter, probably because it's too cold to live in the car then. Even though he lives in this car, he has another car that he uses for driving, a 1950 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Frankie says he bets Uncle Dominic has a girl down in Florida, but I kind of don't think so. Most women want a new frigid air, not a back seat. Put it in your pocket, he says. It'll keep you safe. The lucky bean is big and lumpy. It feels heavy, not the kind of thing to put in a pocket. But Uncle Dominic has this look about his eyes, like he might just die if I don't. And because he is my favorite uncle, I do what I always do. I smile and say, "Thanks, Uncle Dominic." For a moment, the strain leaves his eyes. Anything for you, Princess," he says. Anything. It's a hot, sticky June day. School is out, and for the first time in months, I don't have to worry about Veronica Goodman being mean to me. I used to like school until this year. I probably wouldn't have survived if Mrs. Ellenberg, the librarian, hadn't let me hide out in the library. Lucky for me, Veronica Goodman doesn't like to read. The lucky bean rubs in my pocket as I walk down the street toward my house. I live with my mother and my other grandparents, Mimi and Pop Pop, and my poodle, Scarlett O'Hara. Even though she's named after a famous lady in a boring movie, Scarlett O'Hara isn't very ladylike. Scarlett has bad breath and likes to chase squirrels, and has taken to tinkling on the good carpet in the parlor lately. Not to mention other things she shouldn't be doing. Pop Pop's sitting in the parlor when I get home. He's listening to the radio and has got it turned up loud enough that the whole neighborhood can hear it. His favorite program is Fibber McGee and Molly, although he'll sleep through just about any program these days. We don't have a television set because Mimi says they're too expensive, which means they'll probably buy one right after I graduate high school and move out. I'm back, I announce. 
What's that? He asks. I said I'm back, Pop Pop. I say loudly. What? He asks. What? Pop Pop's a little deaf. Mimi says he's been deaf ever since 1918, when he came home from Europe with shrapnel in his leg. She says he left the best part of him somewhere in France, along with his ability to listen to anyone. There's a bad smell in the room. Pop Pop, what's that smell? I ask. Sure, I'll take an iced tea, he says. I spot the little brown lump behind the love seat. It looks kind of like the lucky bean Uncle Dominic gave me. Scarlet O'Hara's nowhere in sight. Look what Scarlet did, I say. Darn animal, he grumbles. Pop Pop can hear okay when he wants.